All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me, as always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ready for another episode, man. Man. How you living, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, rolling rolling through the summer. It's, uh, it's going to pick up here pretty soon um, in, this, in this world. I mean, normally after uh, after the Fourth of July, which is still you know maybe a couple weeks away, but after once the Fourth of July hits, it feels like you blink and then here comes August. <laughs> so, right. so just getting getting stuff straight up here for the you know getting pre you know prepped up certain things for the season and everything. So they're doing these camps and uh, and all that. So but everything's been smooth here, man. What about you? Man, same here, bro. You know, the same, the same daily grind, man. Always up and at it, man. We just taking it, taking it one day at a time, bro. That's really, really all I can say, man. Man, I hope everybody had a uh, a good Father's Day weekend, man. Yeah, happy good. Father's Day to Sanders. Yeah, one. yeah, man. Appreciate it. Our host Sanders. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I hope everybody had a good Father's Day weekend, man. I hope everybody had a good uh, a good Juneteenth weekend as well, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you got a chance to just, uh, you know, man, enjoy yourselves, man. Get that get that rest and relaxation, and just you know, had a good time kicking it with your people, uh, man. In the world of sports, though, we kind of. For some people, it depends on how you feel, man. We kind of in those what we say the the dog days yeah. of, of of summer, <laughs> man, because it's it's a lot of days until we get this back and this back and this back. I think mm-hmm. we're roughly I don't know the exact number now. I was keeping up with it at some point. I lost count, but I I, I mean I know for a fact we less than probably about eighty something days away from the we're, NFL kickoff. I think we're about yeah. seventy. We're probably in the seventies now. Under, yeah, probably under seventy games now. Seventy days, days until till college, college football. football. Yeah, so yeah. you know it's it's that don't it seems like that that's a ways away. But like you said, bro, like once really like once July get here, it's gonna be it's really gonna <laughs> gonna be on at that point. Like yeah. it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a thing. So mm-hmm. you know we ain't we in those dog days of summer, but it's still a lot to always go on, man, and, and it, it'll pick up here. Uh, eventually, for sure, these next couple of weeks and going into July and August, and it's really gonna get the ball back rolling and everything again. Uh, a couple of quick hits, because uh, it's, it's been a minute since we've been on here, or not too long, but you know, it's just that things have transpired. But um, shout out, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, uh, mm-hmm. 2023 NBA champions, um, winning it in in in, uh, in five. Um, taking care of uh, the Miami Heat, uh, Nikola Jokic, of course, Finals MVP. Uh, congratulations uh, to those guys, man. Um, real quick, anything you want to say about about that? Uh, we we both picked Denver to win that series. Thought it was going to go six. Um, they Miami was just overmatched. Didn't have an answer. Um, that that game, that game. Four loss hurt. That game four loss hurt for the Heat. Um, and it was going to be tough going in there game five and, and trying to win the game. Um, you know, Denver was, Denver was hungry for that. Um, but much deserved. They've been one of the best teams, if not the best team throughout the entire season. And if they can keep everybody together, 
I'm not saying they're going to go back to back, but if they can keep that core together with obviously Jokic, Murray, they can find a way to keep Bruce Brown and um, MPJ and Aaron Gordon, those guys, they're going to be, they're going to be tough to beat. They, they should be favorite to go in and, and win it again next year, which I think a lot of people have them as the favorite. They're uh that's a good basketball team and people got to start putting more respect on, on the nuggets. So good run for Miami. Um, hate that there were some injuries that um, definitely didn't help Tyler Hero, Victor Depot. I don't know if they really changed the series. Um, they definitely need, I think they need some more help down there. They got to get somebody else. Jimmy Butler is a great player, um, but they need, they need something else. They need another score. Or they need something. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy and Bam is not going to be enough um, to win a, to win a championship. I don't think, at least in this, in this climate with some of the teams out West, they've, I mean, they've shown the ability to be the teams in the East, but some of these squads out West, they just need a little bit more help, but shout out to Denver, shout out to the Nuggets, their first NBA championship in franchise history, uh, Nikola Jokic and all those guys. Um, well, well-deserved. And like I said, I think they're, as long as they can keep the majority of that core together, they're going to be a tough out next year too. Yeah. I, I think Miami just ultimately just ran out of gas. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, overcoming, beating the top seed, taking care of New York, and then having that crazy seven-game series with Boston. Mm-hmm. I just think eventually they just they just ran out of gas. And, um, you know, Denver just took care of business the way they were supposed to. Um, and you you hitting it right on the money, actually. But I think um, early, early odds have already came out. I think that uh, – not Boston, Milwaukee and Denver – are the top two favorites to to be championship uh, winners from from the odds is what it looks like. So I think Vegas, I think Vegas is taking into effect the Giannis effect, not having you know him being there and all that everything they got. So yeah, I mean if if they can keep everybody together, which it's it's really when you think about it, it's a it's not one of the youngest core, but it's a young core for sure. Yeah, None of, all mm-hmm. those guys still got a lot of plenty, plenty of basketball left <laughs> in the tank. So, I mean, things go right if you know they they get it again. They're definitely one of the one of the teams that you got to keep in there and mention uh, to win the championship, or especially one of the favorites to yeah. come out west, man. And, you know, like you said, for for Miami, they do they they need a little bit more, man, and. Uh, apparently they 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 might be we don't know yet but they might be on dang time alert but we uh, you know that's <laughs> that's a different story for Just another to get him day. Out of Portland, yeah. yes. <clears throat> well, he's yeah. he act like he don't want to leave, bro. Yeah. Like I said, that's a that is yeah. a different <laughs> boy. We that's a whole another episode, but you know you know uh, speaking of leaving, whether it be uh, by choice or by force, but. Uh, next up, man, we got the the once the finals finish, everybody the next thing at hand was trying to figure out how long the suspension was gonna be for John Morant. Um, so now you know we found out uh, a few days ago, um, it's gonna be twenty five games uh, that John Morant is gonna miss for the start of the twenty twenty three twenty four season. Um, when the news broke, I think it was. Um, overwhelmingly 50 50 um, split from what I saw from everything I saw to where well, I don't know if you can say 50 50, but you can see where some was thinking, were saying that's not enough. Mm-hmm. There's a few saying that that's too much, 
And there's some people that are saying that I think 25 was just the right amount. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm part of the latter. I think 25 is cool. Um, this is, I think this is the, I forgot exactly how much it is, but this is kind of like on the lower end of the most amount of games a player has has been suspended. I mean, you got uh, you know, Steven Jackson and 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 Ron Artest for what they did in the in the O mm-hmm. four Pistons Pacers brawl and uh Miles Bridges for what he had going on and there's a couple other guys who had way more suspension longer suspensions than what John Morant has. Um I don't know, man, how how you feel about it? Cause you know, the the, the most people are saying that it was not enough as far as like outside of the basketball realm and then the NBA players or the NBA PA is pretty much kind of saying that it was too much because they wanted to – they were not necessarily uh, appeal it, but they definitely made a statement to where they felt like they didn't agree with the 25-game suspension. I thought it was going to be like – I thought it was going to be 30, 25, that's five games off. So it was like whatever, like – 25, 30, tomato, tomato, it is what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't see where people think that's too much. I don't understand why people thought he was going to be suspended like 15 games or something. Like he was so going to miss like 10 games. Like, so what? I think what it is is that I guess people, which is, I'm just saying this or playing devil's advocate on it. I want to yeah. say it's just because they want to say that, you know, well, no one was hurt, no laws were broken, you know. X Y Z A B C, but I mean, you couldn't have think this was gonna be just another like eight game slap on the wrist. Yeah, like this. this is yeah, this, <laughs> this that wasn't gonna be the case. You got eight games already. You said you were doing this and that. You already had a meeting with the commissioner. Like he he gave you a reprieve, really, and and then you went and did a similar act. Like I do was I mean, I he doubled it. Well, I mean, eight games, so tripled it. Okay, hit it by three. Yep. What's like what? He won't be able to get the. He won't be able to get the super max because he won't be able to get all NBA and, and, and this, that, and the third. So he's already taking a hit on his money. One. So that's. I mean, that's a big enough loss <laughs> in and of itself. Like you already are down a deficit. The team is going to suffer because now you don't have your guy. Your best player won't be there for a 25 game, so that'll be rough. Um, and that gives him some time, hopefully, to continue to get some help if he needs it. I don't think, I don't think it warranted a, a, a half a year. Anybody that wanted more, like, like I said, I said 30. If anybody was like 40, half the year, I think that might have been excessive. Like half the year, I think that's a lot. Um, but 25, I think is, is right on par. It's what he does right now, what he's doing right now, and up until the point he can get back to playing basketball. Because I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's able to be around it. Well, I know he's probably not able to be around the team right now. But during the suspension, I would imagine he probably won't be able to be around the team or anything of that nature, um, or you know whatever parameters they have for him. But twenty five games to me is is sounds right and. I mean, he's. I mean, he's got to serve it. Like I don't. He's got to. He's got to figure it out. He's got to figure it out. So hopefully, this gives him time to to get his ducks in a row. Because 
They, I mean, obviously for Grizzly fans, they want them, want them playing. But we talked about this before, man. Like Ja has a a huge fan base, not just from our, people our age, but from the younger generation as well. And so my my cousin is from some of the South Carolina. Couldn't tell you where Memphis is on the map, but his favorite player is John Moran. He's five years old, like so he has a big reach. So it's good when he's playing. He's in, he, you know playing basketball. So hopefully he gets back and his mind is clear. He's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, once again, I think twenty five was right there. I think it's a healthy medium. Like it's enough to where. You're going to miss some time. It's going to hit your pockets because mm-hmm. now, like you said, at that point, you're taking away 25 games. The most now you can play is what? That's 60, 60-some, uh, no yeah. more than like 63. So, 50, yeah, 57, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> 57 games. So, yeah, you you, mm-hmm. you you already can't be eligible for nothing as far as our yeah. NBA now with the new CBA, the way they're going with it. So, that's gonna that takes you away from all the all NBA teams. I mean, the the pocket is being hit. I think the the mm-hmm. the, the purpose is being served. Um, but the way like it was getting built up to make it seem like they were trying to make an example out of him was very necessary. And I think that's where the players' association probably stepped in to be like, I get it. You want to give him a suspension, but let's not. Suspend him for yeah, forty games, it, you know, yeah. for half the games for, like I said, for something that where no one was hurt, he didn't commit really any crime, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. We've had guys in the league, you know, well not we, but the, we've seen guys in the league yeah. where they've done way worse, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, it has yeah. hardly gotten, you know, uh, any suspension or anything like that. And I and I mean, I think I think all in all, it's in a way, it's a win win, man. I, I also want to say that. Adam Silver is not stupid. I think he knows that this is a guy as in John Morant that has the potential to be one of those future faces in the league. Um, he he just had a recent uh, shoe, a recent Nike shoe that like sold out in like ten minutes. So obviously the money the money making is still there. The ability to market himself is still there. I don't think they want to get rid of that. And I mean at that point, twenty five games, you just pretty much saying up until December. All right, come back yeah. around mid late December, Christmas. You know, right? In the, it's still early. If if Memphis is fifteen and ten, yeah. you know, sixteen and nine, just or you know, stay stay in the yeah, thir- in you know, the, four, fourteen and eleven. If they right there in the mix, and they're you know now, of course, if they're like you know seven and nineteen, then okay, maybe maybe it's an issue, and they're trying to fight that way. And him coming back, they're trying to fight that way into a play in. But I mean, if they stay afloat to where they're like thirteen and twelve, fourteen and eleven, you know, because mm-hmm. history has showed that. You know, I know it's just a record. It's just a number. And they still they still need job, but history has shown that they have a pretty good record even without them. So, yeah. I mean, you know, just depending on what they want to do. Like, you know, obviously they're looking for uh, a couple of wing players. I'm hearing that they may be real active this Thursday night for the NBA draft, looking for some wing players. Might try to see if they can. I mean, I don't agree with it, but they may have to do it. Try to see if they can deal away Tyus Jones to where they can maybe get mm-hmm. something in return. If not. Obviously, he's a very serviceable point guard. He could probably start for 10 other teams right now in the NBA. So, I mean, all in all, I think it's a healthy medium, man. And the the end goal really should be that 
he gets himself in a better mind state, man, to where, you know, he can stay on the court. And we're hearing things about Morant far as good things, what he's doing, good things are on and off the court and not this, all of this stuff. So that's where it is with that man. And um, wish nothing for, wish nothing but the best for him. Hopefully, you know, he's getting himself together, man. Real big news now here in the league is we got one of the <laughs> another big three forming along here in Phoenix, and yeah. that's Bradley Beal getting traded out from the Washington Wizards uh, to Phoenix. Um, yeah. In the end, the full details was that the Phoenix would get obviously Bradley Beal, um, Jordan Goodwin, Isaiah Todd, and then Washington. Yeah would receive uh, Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, uh, multiple second-round picks, uh, and multiple pick swaps. So that's that. And then, obviously, there's word going around that uh, the Wizards are trying to work something out to where they can possibly get Chris Paul to get reunited in L.A. with the Clippers. Um, you know, basically just trying to get him somewhere to a contending team because, obviously, Washington looks like they're in full rebuild mode. Yeah, they 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 like they blowing it up, um, and Bradley Beal is getting himself out of Washington, which is that's another player that we've always mentioned about to say that he needed to get out of there, um, <laughs> and, and and now he does, and now you team up with him, and it's uh, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, uh, obviously Kevin Durant. Phoenix didn't have to give up DeAndre Aiden, so yeah. uh, I mean, as far as like you know. Starters, it seemed like it's okay, but now overall, how do you feel about the trade? And uh, who, I mean, I don't think it's too early to probably tell about who's a winner because it's just the off season now at this point. But mm-hmm. how well does this help Phoenix? But like, how much did this kind of hurt them? Because even when they made the trade for Kevin Durant, they kind of still needed some depth then. And you feel yeah. like that's really all they needed to do was just add some more pieces, but they make this trade and and all the guys that they have for guaranteed contracts all have big contracts. So how like yeah. how much money do they have to spend so where they can bring some guys in? Obviously, I think it helps. Um I think they should have found a way to get DeAndre Aiden out of there. That's just me. Uh, I don't I he's just yeah, um, I think getting moving Chris Paul, Chris. I'm, I, I didn't think that was going to be a move they were going to make. Um, but you get Bradley Beal in return. I take it. it. It's what you said though, Sanders. Is the starting five sounds good? The starting five sounds good. What does who's the six man? Who's the seven? Even who's the eighth? But who's those six or seven guys that are coming off the bench coming to help out um, when Burke needs a blow, when KD needs a blow, when Bradley Beal needs needs a blow? I think that I don't like. Obviously, and that's I guess maybe the plan is to have Devin Booker on the ball more. I mean, that's what I don't. I would imagine maybe he's going to be the primary ball handler now. And so he'll move into the point guard, and then Bradley Beal would play two guard, play shooting guard position. Um, I think they, I think this helps them. I think it does help them. 
I think it splashes the floor. Um, I think they'll be able to play faster. I think that was one of the things that you saw, especially in that uh, when Chris Paul went down, the Suns were able to play faster, and especially in that in that Nugget series, it helped them because they were able to pick up the pace and play up and down the court a little bit more. Um, their offense flowed better and, and, and everything. So I think it'll help from that standpoint. Bradley Bill is obviously a great player. Uh, I was I was upset, and I'm not – I could care less about the Wizards, but I was upset when he signed that max deal to stay in Washington that second time just recently. It's like, man, you, come on, man. Like, you need to – he's another one of those guys, like you said, where, like, you need to go get on the team and has a shot to do something. But time, time will only tell. Time can only tell um, what Phoenix will look like. Frank Vogel is there. Um, I still don't think they should have got rid of Monty Williams, but, you know, Frank Vogel has won a championship. He's won a, won the NBA finals. So he has a championship pedigree uh, to him. He's definitely going to instill some defense. So they'll, they're going to play some defense in, in Phoenix now. Don't have to worry about that. Um, but only time will tell what, what this looks like. I'm, I'm interested to see it from a holistic standpoint because I just don't know what that team team is going to look like. I know what those those three guys can do. Yeah, I know. And, those I three mean, guys and even can do. And, and, and you're not a fan of him, but even he has nights. DeAndre Ayton has nights to where he can show like maybe he could be one of the you know he, better he has better flashes. part of the of of the bigs in the league. So I mean. No doubt. No doubt. They they definitely have it there. The the skill is there to it. They can be a very talented team, but yeah. uh none of the none of the guys that we're mentioning uh at this, you know, right now or either at that stage of their career really have proven themselves outside of, you know, K D for a couple of times as mm-hmm. a uh a solid defender. Um Aiden at times seems like he just doesn't care on defense. Um, he let Jokic beat him up the floor. So yeah, yeah. Like he's, <laughs> so, he's, he, there we go. He seems like that he doesn't care on defense. Um, KD man is 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 getting up in age. Um, mm-hmm. You know he he has times where he has been a, a underrated defender. You know never has been looked at as a a top defender. But you know he able to has been able to use his length and size for a couple of times and in, in, in times of past, but. You never really mentioned Devin Booker or or Bradley Beal mm-hmm. in the mention of of defense. So it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how it works out because Frank Vogel is a really is a defensive minded guy. He'll probably try to make sure that he gets some guys in there that can that can play some defense because they gonna need it. Because um, they can't necessarily. It's, it's fine if they running up and down the court and shooting shots, but then if you ain't making them. You know, can we do something on the other end so they can slow slow that other team down and you know you know and do pretty well? And I think another thing really to look in for Phoenix is I don't think they'll have a problem during a regular season. I think they'll win plenty of games because that that team yeah. that that starting five and that that right there that they got and whoever they can add on is talented enough to probably win. You know. 45 plus games for sure and mm-hmm. end up being, you know, a top five seed again in the West. What are they going to do come playoff time? Like, can you, yeah. can you see them being ahead of a Denver? Um, I guess, you know, you, you still have to factor in, you know, still have to factor in Memphis, what the Clippers might do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, 
uh, uh, different other teams. I mean, you know, Sacramento. Uh, I think you still got yeah. you got to throw them in there now. So, where mm-hmm. do you? Where would you? Where can you put them in there? You know, when when that time yeah. comes, like playoff time, I think they'll be a terrific regular season team. I think they'll win yeah. the the right amount of games where they get into the playoffs. And I mean, like get in and don't have to worry about no play in. Like they'll be one of the top six seeds. Still, I think yeah. I think yeah. that's not a problem. It's do they have enough to where can you put them up there with? I think Denver is in a conversation of their own right now until other mm-hmm. until the other rosters are constructed. But you know, Memphis, Sacramento, Golden State. I mean, you know, the Clippers, yeah, the Lakers, know, like, the Lakers. Like where the Pelicans, if they can get guys healthy and together, like you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's not stuff yeah. in that day, but you know, like yeah. I mean, it's just all like where would they be in the in the in the midst of all of that? So it's kind of like I think that's what it is with with Phoenix, you know, and, mm-hmm. and maybe not today, but one day we're gonna have an honest conversation about Kevin Durant and all the teammates that he's played with, man. I know people want to. I know people say a lot about who LeBron has played with, but some of those guys he has played with has been past their prime, been older. You know, what I'm saying not the same guys that they once were. KD is getting these dudes. He didn't have them when they was young, playing up with them, had them in their prime. One day, man, we got to have an honest conversation about I don't know when, but we got to have an honest conversation, bro. I mean, gotta, you got I got to send you I got to send you this clip of these of of a uh, of a conversation just about KD. It wasn't about like his teammates, but just about him in general. I, mean, I got to send you, know, you this clip. I honestly, I can give him a pass for the the OKC days. Though they were young, we, we didn't know we yeah, they were all young. They were all trying to figure out. We we didn't know we didn't know that Russell Westbrook could be a, a triple double machine. We didn't know that James Harden could end up you know being one of the more prolific scorers in this mm-hmm. era, you know whatever. But I mean, obviously he joined when he joined Golden State. That team won a ring and won seventy three games before he was there, so we know that. Um, but then you know with Brooklyn, it was him, Harden, and 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 Kyrie. He gets there to Phoenix. It's him and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And that was him, Devin Booker, and and Bradley Beal. I mean, them ain't scrubs we naming, bro. <laughs> like nah, these are not scrubs we naming. He, he, so he it's, played with some boys. He played with some boys. But we'll have to, yeah. We'll have an honest yeah. conversation about it one day, man. I don't know we'll when, see, but we'll see, have see it. See what happens. I want to see what at least I for sure want to see. At least him and Devin Booker for one full season. Now yeah. you get you get Bradley Beal added to the mix. That's why them letting go of Monty Williams made no sense to me. But you know, uh, whatever. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh, probably have to have a conversation. Uh, apparently, sidebar on that. Apparently, it's a couple guys that still there or was there that he don't he didn't want to coach anymore. And your boy, oh, is oh one DeAndre, of, Aiden? yeah, I'm gonna say your boy oh, okay. is one. Yeah, of them, that's so. my take. Ta-da! That that doesn't uh, surprise me at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I mean, so glad Atlanta didn't trade for him. Oh, oof. when those talks are happening, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm so happy. Yeah, I like Clint Capella. Just do your thing, Clint. Rock, rock with him. Right, double, rock with him. Double doubles. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm cool. For sure. With it. 
yeah, for sure. No, but man, uh-huh. that's 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 the biggest news that's going on right now with the the, the trades that's going on. And um, you know, obviously, interested to see what happens with Chris Paul. Um, if if they can get it done to where they can get something set up to bring him back to the Clippers, um. <sighs> That sounds they good. They got to stay healthy. Yes. I'm about to say that. That sounds good, but literally, that's and three they guys. Play. That's three right. guys who can't stay on the floor. Chris Paul, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Paul George didn't even play in the playoffs. He didn't even play. Like, they, those three guys got to stay healthy and be ready to play. That's the, and I, I thought initially, I thought they were looking to, Looking to move him to the Lakers, I thought. But the Clippers, Lakers, okay, whatever. Regardless, he goes to the Lakers. Guess who has to stay healthy? AD yeah. and Chris Paul. Yeah, He goes to the Clippers. Who has to stay healthy? Kawhi, Paul George, Chris Paul. So either team in, in, either team in L.A., he's going to be one of the top three better players, maybe top four. Still got to stay healthy regardless. Like, he was fine throughout the season and then, you know, gets hurt in the playoffs. Does that help them beat D- Denver? I don't think so. But regardless, you're one of the best players. And it's just been the story of his career where injuries have have, have done him have done him greasy. Um but they, yeah, I don't know. And that's I I I hate it. I hate it. Cause I like Kawhi Leonard, man. Like I like watching Kawhi Leonard play, but he cannot stay on the floor, man. Like, he has just, since that championship in Toronto, he's not been able to stay on the floor and be healthy. Because I I think the Clippers, as they are right now with Tyron Lue, best teams in the NBA. Like, I, like. Oh, bye. I think for sure. <laughs> I think one sure. of the best teams in the NBA. But their two best players can't stay, they can't stay on the floor. So we aren't able to see, the last run that they made, I think was in the, Serious run was in the bubble, if I'm it's not mistaken. Bubble. Yeah, it was, it was the in bubble. the bubble. And it's like, since then, it's like we haven't been able to see him. Um, so, I th- I mean, I think it would be, I figure I'd know where your question was going. I think it would be a good move. Um, obviously, a move that for Chris Paul makes sense. Like you said, going to a contender, you got to stay healthy, though. They gotta be able to stay healthy. If they can't stay healthy, and then I, I, they need, they gotta figure something else out. They gotta move them. They gotta move somebody. I don't know. I can't keep paying guys that can't they can't stay healthy. So yeah, because that 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 window for them is is, is starting to close too. It's, it's closing. It's, it's going on what four years now? Four, maybe five mm-hmm. years. So yep. and you got all these young all these young guns running around in the West. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, I don't know, man. But we we going from going from the young guns, talking about guys getting older, to you know a team who, um, not necessarily is young, but their 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 main core is getting older, and mm-hmm. one has decided to decline their player option, and that's in Golden State with Draymond Green. So you know he decides to decline his twenty seven and a half million player option, which makes him. Uh, be available to be a, a unrestricted free agent. Um, not necessarily saying that he's leaving Golden State because there's obviously a lot of talks that there's in the works to maybe try to you know work him out a deal or something like that. But 
where where are the I think Draymond has a lot of good landing spots. Where are some where are some spots that you think that he could possibly land at outside of Golden State? But I, I think to me, I still think Golden State, him re-signing the Golden State is number one. And I mm-hmm. think all the other options are after that. But where else do you think has a market for him where he can get maybe, you know, the value that he needs or or wants? I don't know, man. Because, I mean, the answer is obviously Golden State. Like, I don't – I think they need to work something out. I think they will work something out. What, it, what the number would be, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. I, he, Draymond Green is another guy who would – Go to a team who is a contender, um, and, and maybe bring that. I mean, I can't even tell you, man. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a blank. I, I, my mindset is that he needs to be in Golden State, and I think that's really where it's at. That's maybe why I can't answer the question. I think that. <laughs> Like, Golden State is where, like, that just makes the most sense to me. Um, he can go somewhere and get big, get a, a, a big bag. You know, he's from Detroit. He go to Detroit and get a whole bunch of money. He ain't going to win nothing in Detroit. So, like, the teams that are contending, I don't really know where he fits in right now at this point in his career. You probably have a couple teams. Um, yeah, I want to hear what teams you – you. Yeah, cause my thing—I mean, my thing with Draymond is I don't think necessarily that he's looking for—I don't think he's looking for necessarily a, a big payday. I mean, he's—he's he's made a ton of—he's made a ton of money in the league. Yeah. Has had a successful, you know, a successful career for somebody who's a second-round pick. You know what I'm saying? Who who was that? Let's just be real. He was that dude at Michigan State, bro. Like, you yeah, know what he saying? was—he was, he was the guy. He, he was that he was guy. The guy. You know, yeah. so. The fact that he just came in, you know, found his niche, found the role, and and stayed with has been with this team for so long, you know, through their mm-hmm. through their run of a of a you know pretty much of a of a dynasty here that they had will have, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I think Golden State him going staying there is probably resigning is the is the best option, um, yeah. but what's likely of the other teams? I mean. Part of it is kind of like, you know, maybe just people just saying it just because of wanting to be funny or however it may work. But, you know, the Lakers maybe. I mean, I feel like they need somebody with his kind of, you know, his oomph there, you yeah. know, to get a hold of everything. That'll be cool. Um, honestly, his his mentality fits right right well with, with Memphis. <laughs> to be yeah. to, to be honest, yeah, it fits with Memphis, but you way. know, but I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if the city of Memphis really <laughs> care for Draymond like that. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I get, and it's probably depending on like what he may be asking for, what his value is. I mean, I don't think nobody yeah. will overpay him. 
Um, because mm-hmm. any any team like that that will overpay him is going to be, like you said, a team that's not going to be contending. And I think at this point, like he's been so used to, he's been so used to winning. I don't think that he cares about trying to get a necessarily a you know a a, a big payday mm-hmm. somewhere else. You know, I, I think he wants to. I think he wants to get get what he deserves. Yeah. Uh, but still wants to be in a situation to where like. I can make an impact on this team, and we can win some games and possibly a championship. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think he stays out west. I don't, I don't really see no other team like nah. he's going to go get him. So, you know, who I knows? I think they just need to work it out. Yeah, I think they yeah. need to work it out in in Golden State. Um, the, the, I was talking about this, his value and money that these guys are getting paid, and I do agree. You got some guys that's getting paid and they haven't done anything close to what Draymond Green has done in their career. Which is, which is true. So, so if, if someone's looking at um, someone's like, yeah, like a contract worth like $100 million, talking about like a four-year, $100 million or something like that, like I don't think that's out of – I don't think that's out of bounds to say he's getting – well, maybe more than maybe a little more if he's getting like one hundred and ten a year or whatever it is, somewhere upwards where you're getting twenty eight mil a year or something like that. I think he definitely could bring that type of value, but I think it makes sense in Golden State. I just don't. I don't know how that. I, I just don't. I think he could fit. I think he could fit in other organizations because of. How he is, his basketball IQ, the way he plays, he'll be able to pick up a system and, and roll with it. But I think that system that they are playing with in Go to State suits him so well. I just I can't see him in another uniform, and I right. think that's why it's, that's that's why that's a hard question for me to answer. Yeah. So, I mean, we got. I guess we got about about a, about a couple more weeks until free agency kind of kicks off. It's usually around mm. the end of June, July first, where it kind of starts off to where you know guys gonna be making deals. Yeah. I mean, we we've got other players who have recently been getting ready to who's been opting out, making themselves uh, free agents here, like Fred Van Fleet and uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma. So you know, mm-hmm. start to look here, maybe how what the free agency pool looks like, and you know, and then you know Thursday we got. And we got the NBA draft coming up, so who knows, man? Trades could be happening and everything like that. And you know, speaking of the NBA draft, you know, like I said, it's Thursday night. Um, getting ready here, you know, just for these these next two rounds, man, for the future of the of the NBA to come in. And obviously, we know the San Antonio Spurs has the number one overall draft pick. Yeah. Uh, I think right now, man, it's a it's a consensus. Um, for sure. I mean, one, two, three. I mean, I don't know the order of two and three, but we know one is definitely going to be Victor Wimbiyama. Um, He's definitely mm-hmm. going to San Antonio. But then two and three has kind of been a toss-up between whether it be Scoot Henderson or, or Brandon Miller. Um, I'm just interested to see what team takes Brandon Miller just because of I don't know if the media is going to keep it basketball related yeah you know or if they're gonna you know bring up everything of what happened uh down there at at the university of alabama um and everything like that 
Uh, but I mean, you know, a lot, uh, a lot of guys out here that's getting ready to try to man, try to be lottery picks, make make themselves a, a, a good ton of money and change their future for the better, man. But um, I mean, if if you're Charlotte sitting up there at number two, which now they're they're about to have new ownership. Michael Jordan, you know, sold his sold sold the team, so new ownership is on the way. I want to say J. Cole has part ownership in it now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I kind of almost like th- this. This kind of almost has the same feel as the NFL draft to a certain extent. Like we know who number one is going to be. What's going to happen after that? You know, like does yeah. so I think that the draft starts really necessary in a way with Charlotte. Uh, you know, whether they take Scoot or if they take B. Miller, so. I think that's an interesting, interesting thing to see, man. How do you feel about what may happen with, with with the draft, man? After Victor gets picked up by the Spurs, it's tough. I don't with Charlotte, and I haven't being down. I haven't got a good feel. By the time I moved down here, um, their season was definitely over. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, if if you take Scoot Henderson. You get somebody else in the backcourt to go with LaMelo. Um, if you take Brandon Miller, you get you a, a wing guy. I would probably – I mean, when you have a when you have a guard, I know LaMelo's going to deal with a little injury bug here and there, stuff like that. Um you want to win a championship, you need to have a good wing. I think LaMelo is a solid point. Um, someone in the backcourt definitely, I mean, that you that always helps having somebody attend on backcourt like that. Um, but I think someone like Brandon Miller could help him out a lot. Um, there's going to, to, to your your point, there are going to be questions. They're going to, it's not going to be straight basketball. The questions are going to be asked. He's going to have to answer some difficult questions. And he's, I mean, he has to be okay with that because of what happens, people are going to ask. Like, that's just the nature of what it is. You're not going to be able to just, you know, say next question. Like, you got to answer those yeah. questions. Now, I'm not saying you have to answer them for forever, but there are going to be questions and he has to decide if he wants to answer them or not. But those questions are going to, Going to uh, appear. Uh, the one that I, the, the mock draft that I just looked at has Scoot uh, Henderson going to Charlotte and Brandon Miller going to to the Blazers. If and I'll go down to number three because of all the stuff with Dame Lillard, you take Scoot Henderson. I think it's time to go ahead. I mean, either one, you got a number three pick, so I mean, you already are in <laughs> dire straits. But you take if. Scoot Henderson is there, and you take Scoot Henderson. I think it's time to go ahead and, and, and make a move on Dane, which I think that might be, I don't know if a trade will happen, but that's one of the things that's kind of been going around is Portland potentially making a move in um, with Dame Lillard being in whatever trade or, um, or whatever. But if I'm Charlotte, I'm probably going with Brandon Miller. Uh, I'm probably going with Brandon Miller, 6'9 wing. Can uh, help stretch the floor, defend, score. I think that's. I don't know if you can. There's not a lot of those guys, and when you can grab one of them, um, you saw. I mean, 
Denver is playing with some trees out there. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Playing with, you know, before Junior 6'10, he's your three. <laughs> he's playing at your, your small forward. So um, I'll probably go Brandon Miller and follow Charlotte. Yeah, I, I honestly, bro, I'm, I don't know what Charlotte might do, man. And then mm-hmm. even even with that, I mean, you mentioned Portland. Sitting, even sitting at three, like, they don't even necessarily even have to make the pick either. They Some trades could happen, man. They yeah. could trade out of that and somewhere. This, this, this does end up having Dane being shipped or anything like that, but... I don't know. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, there's a there's a good you know plethora of guys that's out here like you know throughout the draft. Uh, that I mean throughout this draft that you know could get drafted, man. And I, and I think and it's a healthy balance. You got you got quite a few guys to where you know they they played their college ball, and then you got some guys that's you know been over there in the G League in the in the G League at night and the uh, you know, playing overseas and everything like that has so just been playing a lot of ball. So, um, you know, maybe not like a, as high profile, you know, some players as it has been maybe the, the past couple of years as far as like top to bottom. But I think definitely, man, it's some it's some gems in there, man, for sure. That can yeah. definitely, you know, go through the lottery, man, and end up, you know, being another, you know, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell, so where, you know, they might not have been like the top, three top five pick but a lottery pick made their way and next thing you know they're the future of the league so man can't wait to see what happens in 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 the uh in the in the nba draft man coming up this thursday night uh like i said it's gonna be interesting to see and once again we know the draft really starts (laughs) at number two because we know victor one is definitely going down to san antonio he's a spur yeah like he's yeah yeah you know for sure that's a wrap that's a wrap man so that's what's going on over there in the league, man. And we mentioned earlier how, you know, it's those dog days of summer and, you know, we're trying to figure out what to do in between time while, you know, basketball has wrapped up and we're waiting for, you know, football to get back, man. Not saying I'm counting, but, you know, I just looked and saw that it's we 66 days away from the start of college football. And I'm talking about week zero. I'm talking about week zero. <laughs> 66 days away. Now we now week one. Not 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 Labor Day weekend, week zero. Yeah, yeah. That last week that last weekend in August. We oh man. We, 66. 66, man. 66. Ooh, we count them. We count them down. We count them down, man. And for those who may not be familiar with the with the podcast, man, you just tuning in and everything like that, man. We me, Dupree, and a couple other our, our good friends, man. We we like we got our own little group called the Sport Goonies, man. And <laughs> when I tell you the the smack talking has been crazy, and we just we, ain't nothing been going on but recruiting trips and and yeah. Elite Eleven camps. Well, the, we, the, uh, the schedule's the, uh, getting dropped. Yeah, yeah. You know? The schedule it's got just, dropped for twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, bro, it's. It, it, it's it's been crazy, man. It's, it's been it's crazy. Brutal. So every everybody is for sure is it's just hype, man. They're ready for the they ready for the regular season to start. I mean, because yeah. in all honesty, bro, this is gonna be this is gonna be uh, a year of a lot of things to where it's not gonna be the same anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. 
OU in Texas is their last year. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas, their last year in the Big 12. They get ready to head over to the SEC. UCLA and USC, this is their last year in the Pac-12, moving over to the Big 10. The SEC on on CBS, this is their last season. After that, it's going to be the Big 10. It's going to be the Big 10 on there, man. That hurts my heart. (laughs) (laughs) It's the far as the playoffs go. This is the last year of the 14 playoffs. Next year, it's going to start the 12 team. So, it's just a lot of – a lot of things is coming to an end, and there's and now there's gonna be you know new beginnings or new traditions going on, and some traditions being rekindled, man. But I mean, it's 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 a, it's a crazy season, and it had me thinking. Even though it's, it's not it's not way too early, but it's still early enough, bro. Like we're getting closer and closer to where those preseason rankings get dropped and everything like that, and. Not necessarily want to do a full twenty five, but man, who 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 is your way too early preseason top ten that you got right now? All right, way too early top ten college football. We're going, I'm going one to ten. I'm going one to ten. Um, we got Georgia number one. Um, back to back national champions. Um, obviously, they have to figure out certain things. They have to figure out what the quarterback situation is going to be. Um, defense, lost a lot of prominent guys on defense. But what Kirby Smart has shown over the last couple of years is they've just been able to reload those guys and get them in and get them going. Um, but right now, Georgia is the team to beat in um, in the in the country. Um, so Georgia, number one. I got Michigan, number two. Michigan number two bringing back J.J. Uh, McCarthy, bring, um, Corm coming back as well with Donovan Edwards. That back, that tandem in the backfield is definitely nothing to sneeze at. They're going to be Michigan's going to be a tough out again. I'm um, have them at two. I'll stay at three. Alabama at four. Have LSU at five. I think LSU is a is a team. People, I don't know. Yeah. Alabama, they played in the in the for the SEC championship game and then they beat the brakes off of Purdue in their in their bowl game. Um LSU is a good team. You bring it back. Um your quarterback is coming back. You got a lot of those guys on defense coming back. Like they, they, LSU is gonna be a good team. Uh Penn State at six. I think Penn State is another squad that um has a good young core running back too. The tandem last year for them were freshmen, the two guys. Um, they'll be back, some good players on defense. Florida State, this is the team I'm, I'm, I'm in this top 10. I'm most excited to see um, Jordan Travis coming back, Johnny Wilson coming back. Mike Novell has, has finally figured some things out down there in Tallahassee. I think Florida State has a chance to do some really, really good things down there. So I got Florida State at. At uh, at seven, at Washington at eight, USC at nine, and then it came down came down to Tennessee and Clemson for me um, at ten. Um, I edged it to Tennessee. Um, we know that Joe Milton is going to be their quarterback. They're going to have to replace um, Jalen Hyatt, Sergio Tillman. Those are those are two big big holes they have to fill. Um, but with Tennessee just beating Clemson. 
Um, I feel a, a little bit better about Tennessee's quarterback situation as well. Um, so I went Tennessee at 10. So Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, Penn State, Florida State, Washington, USC, and Tennessee. That's my that's my way too early top 10. Mm, okay, okay. My mine's a little bit different because I some of the teams that you have in the top ten I don't I have them they yeah. right outside it though, um like like Florida State Tennessee I pretty much, I had them at like twelve and eleven they're like right there. okay um couple of teams that I got that I got well I, I have some of the same teams but a different order uh so mm-hmm. at number ten at number ten I'm gonna start from ten to one because okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it now I don't have Georgia at number one. Then I know who you have a number one then. Okay, cool. I, I don't have Georgia at number one. Okay. So I got um at number ten. I know I know this team catches a lot of flag, bro, because recent history and when it comes to playoff games and everything like that, they pretty much wet the bed. But I think they're gonna shock some people this year, bro. My at number ten right now, who I got? I got Notre Dame at number ten. Oh, I got Notre Dame at number ten. Look, I know you. I ain't gonna say I, nothing. I'm gonna let you. Listen, gonna, listen, listen. I think, I think, yeah. I think. Honestly, they're returning bro, a lot of guys. They're returning a lot of they, guys. They do. They got a lot of guys. They yeah. got returning. Um, this is Marcus Freeman's second year at the helm, mm-hmm. and you know they. They fought tooth and nail with Ohio State in the in the opener last year, and then had that mm-hmm. that, that slip up to Marshall that next week. So it kind of took them a minute to get their footing together, but they came along towards the end of the season, man. And you know, granted, um, they lost their offensive coordinator Tommy Reese went down to Alabama, and their starting quarterback um, Tyler Buxner went down to Alabama. But mm-hmm. in return, they did get Sam Hartman to transfer yeah. from Wake Forest to, to, to Notre Dame. So that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a they have a they have a solid offensive line, solid running back core. Uh, I mean, you know, I think they have a chance to 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 kind of be in that conversation, man. Um, <clears throat> number nine, I got Clemson. I know they've been struggling here lately and it's not having that same firepower as they normally have had. Um, but um, they just brought in um, TCU's old play caller, uh, Gary Riley. So obviously mm-hmm. there's some things that they want to try to get changed up. And let's just be honest, man, like that, that's still a solid program down there. Yeah. Um, you know, time mm-hmm. in the time out, obviously uh, K, K, uh, K Kublik, um is still down there um, and everything like that. So, now they don't have to worry about who's going to be the quarterback. They know it's him. They know it's Klubnik. Uh, he's going to be the guy. Uh, we'll see from there. Number eight, another team that you did mention, and we've talked real bad about them in the Sport Goonies <laughs> group chat. But, man, on paper, bro, they got – they they. It's, it's, it, honestly, it's no excuse, bro. Texas. Uh, listen, listen, listen. I, I get it. I get it. I get it, bro. I get it. Listen, I get it. I, I get it. I get it, bro. Stark, Stark has been okay his the, the first two seasons there. They barely 500. And it seems like every time we want to say that they back, they have a year where they go 9-3, and 10-2, and, and they say they back, and then they go back to being 6-6, six and six, 75. I get it. But, bro. No B. John Robinson. Obviously, he's down to the mm-hmm. NFL. But literally, bro, the talent that they got at quarterback, Queen Ewers, Arch Manning, they got th- they top three wide receivers are back. 
They got their mm-hmm. whole offensive line back. Like, bro, it, it, it's no excuse. They should take technically on paper, bro. They should be one of the better teams in the country. Will they get it done? I don't know. But on paper, they should be one of the better teams in the country, bro. That's who I got at number eight. Number seven, I got Penn State. Um, let's be real. The only two teams they lost to were two teams that made the playoffs last year in Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, yeah. Even though uh, there's no Joey Porter Jr. there, that defense is solid. They were turning most, most of the guys on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they got five-star quarterback Drew Allard in. He's, he's going to be the guy probably – I mean, they're, they're running backs. I've seen him in person, too. Aller. Yeah. I've seen him in person playing and training and stuff. He's, he's like mean, that, yeah. You, you already mentioned it. They, their running backs were just, you know, they young guns, man. They're they going to be here for a little minute. So, yeah. he, he got he got all the works around them to where they, they can be solid, man. I mean, literally, all they got to do is try to – if they they can if they can steal one of those dubs against – Against Ohio State or in Michigan, man, they they're right there in the thick of it for sure. Um, number six, I went with LSU. I mean, you mentioned it, bro. Jaden Daniels back at quarterback. Malik Neighbors is one of the guys that's leading them at wide receiver. Um, and and you want to talk about the portal, brother? They they hit the portal hard, bro. They got some good mm-hmm. players in the portal. A uh, couple of defensive backs, uh, Zion Zion Alexander, uh, Denver Harris. Yeah. Um, ended up getting another tra- uh, wide receiver transfer from uh, Alabama and um, Aaron Anderson. So solid, solid squad, bro. And, and they here to stay, bro. Like last year wasn't a fluke. What they did last mm-hmm. year wasn't a fluke. I mean, think about it. They were if you if it wasn't for that 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 uh that little debacle that they had the opening night. They could have yeah. almost had a – they pretty easily could have had an 11-win season like they had a 10-win season. They could have easily had an 11-win season. And the only game where they really just didn't look – the only two games where they didn't look that great was yeah. that opening night game and the Tennessee game. I mean, so yeah. other than that, man, that's a – that's a that is a solid LSU team, bro. And they, and they got the little air conditioner in the helmets, dog. I, I seen that's, that's, I, that's, yeah, that's, that's a game changer, bro. I want to I – I want to try one. We want to try one on, bro. We want to try one on. Let me see what it feels like. Yeah, that's yeah, that's tough. Now, my number five team, you really going to hate me for this one. <laughs> Don't do it, man. USC. I know, I know they got to work on the defense, bro, but look, they still got 13 back there, dog. And I, I trust me, I know they lost a lot on offense too, but they still got thirteen mm-hmm. back there. I mean, outside of Washington and Utah, I mean they got Washington, Utah, Oregon, Oregon State. So the Pac twelve is going to be loaded. But I, overall, though, Lincoln Riley should still have them guys coached up, and they should be right there in the thick of it. Will they? Will they be there? Will they be there? At times come, I don't know. That's why we saying it's the preseason because we, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's number five. Number four, I got Michigan. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. Mm. Uh, JJ McCarthy back. Uh, I, I call they running backs the law firm. Law firm. They sound like they got lawyer names. You know, like Corbin. Like Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just bro, they solid offensive line. Solid man. Defense is gonna be solid. Uh, you know, they get the big game at home again this year. So you know, mm. it's, it's 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 gonna be crazy. Yeah. Now, my final three. They all they they all three of them are loaded, but they all kind of slick. 
got to deal with the same issues. But the mm-hmm. way I the way I ranked them was how loaded they were at their other positions. So number three, I got Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the number one recruiting class again. You know what I'm saying? They 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 got their guys. But the thing that the reason why I put them at number three is because they got two new offensive coordinators on on, on I mean offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. So they got new coordinators. Uh, wonder how that's gonna be in their quarterback situation. You know, we don't yeah. necessarily know who it's gonna be. Is it gonna be is it gonna be Tyler Bushner? Is it gonna be their five star recruit, uh Todd Simpson, or would it be Milro? Like, you know, who who's gonna be the guy? So, you know, having to figure out who that's gonna be. Number two, I got Georgia. Just because the starter is going to be Carson Beck. He it's going to be him. It's going to be Carson mm-hmm. Beck. But can he duplicate the same thing that Stetson Bennett did? Like that's going to be a lot to to replace. But granted, talented running back room. You got the best tight end in the in the nation with Brock Bowers. Mm-hmm. Um, some solid wide receivers is coming back. Loud Lad McConkey is back there, and some more guys. So, you know, offensive line is going to be there. Honestly, this is probably the probably going to be the best offense that Kirby Kirby Smart has had down there at Georgia um, in his tenure. The defense did lose a lot, but they still got a lot of guys there too that's, that's, that was fairly young, that was making plays too. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. And I hate that I put them at number one, but – You know you know, you know, know you're going to hear about it. Ohio State. Ohio State. I'm loaded. I mean, probably arguably probably got the best wide receiving court in the nation. We you got Marvin Harrison mm-hmm. Jr. There's a uh, Ibuka, yeah, uh, Trevion Henderson at, 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 at running back. I mean, mm-hmm. the defense got to improve. Yeah, you know, but who's gonna be the quarterback? You know, is it gonna be Devin Brown? Is it gonna be Kyle McCord? Like, that's that's really the only that's their their. Their question is probably bigger at quarterback more than the other teams, but I yeah. feel like I feel like as long as as long as you can have somebody who's just there to just take care, not crash the Ferrari, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You you should be good. So th- those are my ten, man: Notre Dame, Clemson, Texas, Penn State, LSU, USC. Michigan, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State. Now, I, I know a couple of them teams gonna fall off for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By by same for my list too. Yeah. By same by October probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By October they gonna be going. There's some teams that we hadn't said anything about or hardly ever mentioned. You know, we'll, we'll probably sneak up. I mean, because it's it's gonna be so much parody all over, bro. I don't think um. I don't think this is going to be a year where you kind of just focus on one conference and you don't care about the rest. I think like each conference like has their own tidbits and story. Obviously, you know, the SEC has what they have mm-hmm. at this point. Now the big 10 have what they have. But uh, to me, bro, honestly, I, th- I feel like we're going to be staying up late this year a lot. Cause the PAC 12 is going to be, to me, the Pac-12 is gonna be crazy, bro. I feel like anything could happen out there, bro. Yeah, but that's so like that's the thing that I don't understand with the this whole realignment with all these teams leaving. Like, 
call me what you want. You can call me a traditionalist. You can call me. I'm right there with wh- you. Whatever it is, you can call me whatever. This stuff is gonna be weird. Like from a money standpoint, it makes sense for both moves. Oklahoma and Texas and USC and UCLA makes perfect money wise. We have no argument. There's nothing to. There's nothing to discuss. It makes perfect sense money wise, but. For start with Texas and Oklahoma. For Texas and Oklahoma, you're talking about you're leaving. You're leaving to go to the SEC. the 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 big The biggest downfall to the Big Twelve as a whole conference was that there wasn't any parity because it was Oklahoma every year, and now you seem to have that. Oklahoma hasn't won the, the B twelve for what two three years. Kansas State won it last year. Was it twenty twenty? I think twenty twenty. Maybe twenty twenty because it was Kansas State and then Baylor won it. Baylor won it, I believe, it? two years ago. It, it might so, have been nineteen. Uh-huh. So like, so you have so, but you have now you have Kansas State. You have Kansas State is 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 a good solid football program. Kansas. Of all programs, Kansas is getting better. Oklahoma State, TCU, Baylor, like you have some good solid teams that are in the conference right now. Texas Tech is not a is not a bad football team. But then you're adding Cincinnati, and we know what Cincinnati has done recently. You're adding Houston, who's down there in Texas. You're adding UCF, and we know where UCF has done and what they've done since 2017 when they declared themselves as the national champions. So you have teams added in. I can tell you the last time Texas has won the Big 12. So you go in and you're moving over to the SEC. Like I said, money-wise, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I didn't like the move when they added Texas A&M in, in Missouri. Uh-oh, what, what you got? Just to answer your question, the last time Texas won the Big 12 championship was the Colt McCoy year, 2000. Okay, cool. So 2000, 2009? Yeah. And okay. Oklahoma last won it in 2020. So the last two years has been there's been other teams. Okay, so so there you go. So a conference where Oklahoma for sure and Texas were both running the conference, and now you're leaving to go to the to the SEC. I didn't like the move when they when they added Texas and Missouri. Regardless, it is what it is. They're in it now. It's all good. Texas A&M, I'm going to catch some flack for this. Texas A&M and Missouri next year will make 10 years that they've been in the SEC. Next year will make 10 years. 2024 will make 10 years. How many times has Texas A&M or Missouri made the SEC championship game? Two, maybe three times, and all of them probably been Missouri. Twice, <laughs> and both were Missouri. You know, I to say just probably Missouri because and both were Missouri. Never got that there. Back, and that was back to back years. Oh, the first two um, years they got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. It, it was back to back years. I'm gonna put a stamp on it right now. Right now, June twentieth. Right now, it's going to take Texas and Oklahoma will not win the SEC in their first ten years. They will not win the SEC in the first ten years. They they won't. You're not. It's 
you're like it's not like a Texas Oklahoma have their tradition, they have their prestige, they have the history, like they have all of that. There's not a thing of like they don't. It's not like they have to build up something. You have the tradition, you have all that stuff. You're recruiting the same dudes. Like people talk about recruiting stuff. It's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. The five star that had that decided to go to Texas. You gonna tell me that LSU didn't offer him, or Alabama didn't offer him, or Georgia didn't offer him, or Florida? Like that's really. So you're recruiting the same guys. The top, the top of the the SEC right now, and really to me, I know Texas has a lot coming back this year. So I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about when they come in, and I don't know what they have coming in in 24. But the top of the SEC is already head and shoulders above them right now, in my opinion. And then you have some of those middle of the pack teams that might be ahead of them too. And then Oklahoma, obviously, you got Brett Venables. He's there. This is his second year. He's trying to get that, get it straight there. And they had to figure their stuff out. Ten years, I'm t- right now, I'll build whatever. Ten years, then I win the SEC. It's a wrap. Then you go out to USC and UCLA, where geographically, that makes absolutely no sense. I lived in Ohio for three years. There, When they have to go and play Ohio State or Michigan or Iowa, or the travel alone is going to be ridiculous, the back and forth. But when they have to go across the country and play at Maryland or at Penn State or at Michigan or wherever it is at Iowa in late October, November, like this, like, I don't see, once again, I'll probably put a 10-year stamp on them. I don't see them winning the, the the Big Ten no time soon either. Like, what from a competition standpoint, especially like for Oklahoma, I mean, not for Oklahoma, but USC, UCLA, when the last time they won the Pac-12? Utah don't win it back-to-back years. I'm tired of people talking about Oregon and USC and this, that, and that. USC being number five. Like, you have them number five. Some, a lot of people have them top ten. That's fine. But last time I checked, Utah beat them twice last year, and they beat them twice last year, once in regular season, once in the conference championship. Last year, Utah beat Oregon in the, in the, in the, big, uh, in the Pac-12 championship. Oregon, I mean, Utah is the big dog in that conference. Lincoln Riley, as great of a coach as he is, hasn't been able to beat. He hasn't been able to beat those great physical teams in big games like that. And you're telling me that he's about to go to the pack. I mean, he's about to go to the Big Ten. You about to go to the Big Ten and go and bang with with with, with Penn State. You about to go bang with Michigan. You about to go bang with Iowa. All they do is line up with three tight ends around the football. What are we talking about? Ten years. Stamp it. Both of them. Stamp it. I couldn't tell you the last time both of them. The la- I don't know. I don't like the names. I Like the names make sense. Like I understand. I think we get so caught up when we do like these preseason rankings and things like that. I think we get so caught up in the names. Where it's like, man, like what – the name is cool. What did they do? What did they do? What's the like? You can't. All we have, all we have, literally, is to judge them off of what they have coming back and what they look like last year. The last time I saw USC, they lost to Utah and they lost to Tulane, and the quarterback for Tulane threw, threw the ball like thirteen times or something like that. 
You see what I'm saying? Last yeah. time I like last time I saw Texas, they were losing in whatever ball game they lost in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get it. You know, there's there's a thing to be said about having those returners back. That's a big deal, and I don't want to make because any team, even where I'm at, like we have a lot of guys back too. So it's like that's great, but. Texas all of a sudden is a top 10 team. All of a sudden, they were 6-6 six and six or whatever they were. Now they top 10. They just lost B. John Robinson. Like, okay. USC, yeah, they had Caleb Williams last year. They still lost. Like, I'm <laughs> Nah, for sure. So, like, so I, don't, I don't know. The, the moves, man, like, I don't – I don't know, man. I don't know. I just – I don't know. I don't – Bro, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm a I am a traditionalist too. I feel like that some of these moves just aren't you feel me? Like I feel like teams should move from conference, you know what I'm saying, geographically. You know what I mean? That's how I feel too. Just just move it geographically. Like, okay, all right, if you wanna add some more teams into the Pac twelve and make it the Pac sixteen, well damn it, add San Diego <laughs> at, at San Diego State, then you know what I'm saying. Like they already out there, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, all right, you wanna you wanna add you wanna add some more teams into you you, you know you wanna add some more teams to the you know to the ACC some more to the big to the Big Ten or some. Oh, okay, then well you know throw oh have Syracuse to move from the ACC to the big <laughs> to the Big Ten or something. You know, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but. I, and let me let me I say this it. before be, I get it, but I don't they, get it, bro. Yeah, before somebody says something, because I can already hear it. Nobody is a, speaking for the SEC. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is afraid of Texas or Oklahoma. Let's get that out the way right now, because I, I can already hear it. I can see it coming in the group message. Nobody. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody is worried about them. People aren't worried with Texas A and M and Missouri join. It is what it is. They still got to come out here and play ball. I did. I just the geographic part. Now there's not going to you know they won't be any divisions. And I mean the I mean the everybody's schedule is <laughs> everybody's Man, schedule right. for twenty four. Talking about welcome to the SEC, <laughs> bro. Oklahoma twenty four schedule the the conference. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's ugly. It's rough. I, for a second, for a second, I kind of felt sorry for them for a little bit. Then I was oh, like, nah. "Well, the, it." I, for <laughs> yeah. a second, I was like, "I looked, I said, damn, damn, yeah. damn, damn." Then I was like, "Well, hey, that's what you get for coming over here, man. You got to play billboard ball now. Welcome, welcome, welcome." Smoke. Texas, Texas. Texas, they caught a little. They caught a little reprieve. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. A little, Oklahoma little. didn't get none of that, boy. <laughs> they get smacked around. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't get none of that. So I'm like, <sighs> too much disagree with your with your top ten. Like I said it came down between Clemson and, and and Tennessee for me, back and forth. Like I said, I just. I, Tennessee's situation with um, obviously coaching staff is there. Joe Milton is there, and he was able to get some meaningful playing time. Between, I mean, in the ball game against Clemson, right? Um, so, as much as that, 
lesser two evils for the school that I moved for. So Tennessee is, is the lesser of two evils. Notre Dame is a good word. Notre Dame is a good word. I think you just watched the, uh, just did a, maybe just did a, a uh, episode with Marcus Freeman. They just dropped it today. Um, the head coach for Notre Dame. And so uh, they kind of talked about the returners and everything, which I didn't, I didn't know until he said it, which is, and then you brought it up, like, they do have a lot of guys coming back. Um, they ended the season off really well. I would, excuse me, always have had a solid um, offensive line. They've always had, if, if not the best offensive line in the nation, they're always normally top three <laughs> in the right. nation, top, you know, top three or whatever. So um, I don't too much disagree. Like you said, it's, it's so much, there's going to be so much up and down. I had Washington in it. Washington might, Washington might, you know, fought, find a way to fall out of it. Somebody, you know, like you said, in that you had some teams in that ten, you know, eleven, twelve spot, find a way to move up. And there's there's going to be a team that nobody had on the radar, like you said, and they're going to be they'll jump up. And by week six, we'll be talking about these folks number six in the nation, right? <laughs> the number six <laughs> in the nation or something. So. Um, yeah, we said the Goonies are excited. Yeah. yeah, the Goonies, the Goonies. Are, I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon. Either. Oh no, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's not, bro. It's not. As time goes closer along, like I mean, we every day somebody is dropping something about who getting recruited and who's getting these yeah. offers and who's doing it. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's 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 not gonna stop no time soon. But obviously, you can tell that we we excited, bro. We ready. We, yeah, we, we we ready for the countdown to go on to get closer and closer. To the season to start, man. So, you know, who knows? We, we may, you know, come back and revisit this come time when the uh, official uh, preseason rankings come out and we will mm-hmm. dig into that and, and, and see how that looks and everything. But, man, uh, getting ready here to wrap up another episode, bro. Uh, man, you got any words that you got to give to the people? Uh, continue to protect yourself, be safe, stay healthy. Eat the right things, do the right stuff, um, be around the right people, um, continue to do what brings you peace, find, find time to, to yourself, um, you know, all, all that, all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, that's, that's it. Really enjoy, enjoy the summer. It's been, uh, it's been raining here. It's going to rain all week here it's in Charlotte, Salisbury. Um, yeah, it's supposed to rain all week, but enjoy it. Enjoy your uh, your summer. Like I said, be safe. Please be safe. Um, and then we'll be back. We'll be back with another one. We'll be back with another one. We got to bring. Uh, we we do some more college football talk. We got to bring some of the some of the goonies on here. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Like yeah, for sure. We <laughs> we got to. Yeah, we gotta. I gotta add them on there for sure, man. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, same for me, bro. I mean, same old, same old. Just. For sure, protect yourselves out here, man. Stay safe. Uh, tomorrow is officially the first day of summer. I know it don't feel like mm-hmm. it because just like how you said, it's been raining in North Carolina. It rained pretty much all day here in, in Tennessee, so mm-hmm. you know it, it, it didn't feel like it. But them them days coming, we we might not get we might not get that type of weather like what Houston got right now and down there in Texas. It's it's, it's scorching down there, but yeah, I don't, I don't but, know what they got going on. <laughs> facts. But but you know, doing 
them, them hot days is for sure on the way. They yeah. gonna be coming, man. Mm-hmm. So y'all stay hydrated out here, man. Protect yourselves. Um, just, just stay cool with whatever y'all can do. Um, man, just uh, continue. Like I said, I always find that balance, man. You know, check in on your loved ones. Um, even if you don't even need anything from them, just you know, just just to say hey, man, check up on them or anything like that. Um, continue to have a a, a blessed week, uh, man. Continue to support the, the podcast, man. Um, uh, me personally, I got a a, a couple of uh, a couple of text messages from a few people, man. That's less loving the content, loving what we put out, um, realizing that we're not necessarily just throwing bias out there or just saying anything is like, you know, we, we, we coming with the facts, you know, we coming with the mm-hmm. facts, we give an opinion, but it's, it's, it's supported with the facts. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. man, like we, we try to make sure we got always got our, all my P's and Q's, man, got the eyes, mm-hmm. the eyes dotted, the T's crossed, man, for sure. Um, so like always, man, just continue to support the podcast, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, like, like, and subscribe there for sure. Uh, Continue to listen to us on the um, on your the web, wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Apple, mm-hmm. Google, Spotify. Uh, man, support the uh, support the social media. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Um, man, we we we're, we're active on both accounts. Man, we we love it. We get interaction, pretty good interaction from a lot of people on both mm-hmm. accounts too. Man, uh, so it's, it's there. We we not necessarily gonna be one of the ones where we just post and like ignore your comments. We we. we that's that's not what we gonna do. We we yeah. we enjoy the interaction. We love the interaction. We love it. We we don't mind taking time out of the day to when we post something with it be on Twitter or Instagram and somebody mm-hmm. responds back to it. You know, as long as it's as long as it's respectable, you know, we'll 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 respond back to you, man. We got and, you. And, 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 and had a debate. Yeah, we got you. You know, if it's man, if it's anything that y'all want us to discuss on, we'll do that too. We don't really. We don't shy away from too many other topics, mm-hmm. man. We'll 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 just we'll discuss it all. So it really don't even matter, bro. So yeah, just continue to uh to continue to support the podcast, man. We we appreciate it. We love it. Um once again, just follow us on all the social medias on the podcast page. Um man, uh love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh no means no. No means no. Hey, it's the summertime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know everybody is getting ready to enjoy themselves. Um wanna wanna have a blast out here, man. But hey, make sure it's make sure it's consensual, everything is good, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? No issues, man, or, or anything like that for sure. Um man, get ready to watch the NBA draft this Thursday if you into it, man. If you got time to see you know what's gonna happen for sure. Well, the Gooners will probably be ch- chatting it up about that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seeing what's going on, man. Shout out to the Goonies, man. Shout out to the Goonies. <laughs> Shout out to the Goonies. Shout out to the Goonies, man. But, <laughs> yeah, like, like if if it's in the if it's in the in his wheel, man, we'll definitely be back with another episode, man. Um, until then, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.